0: Hello and welcome to Blades Pod. It is Tuesday, the twenty third of January. My name is Ben, and on the line, as always, is Andrew. How are you, mate?
1: I'm sound as a pound. How about you, Paul?
0: I'm okay, thank you. I'm I'm ready to croak my way through another episode. I feel like we've yeah. just we've just warmed up the vocal cords there before we got started. So, hopefully... talking about
1: Nizloppy and Chanel Patrol, <laughs> indeed. yes. look <laughs> behind the curtain. That's the, what we're talking about. The yeah. laughs
0: that we have before we actually press record. <laughs> um, fun game to talk about two okay. all draw with west ham united on uh, on sunday um i mean i th- i feel like just sign me up for more of these to be honest mate you know goals red cards controversy mm. late drama yeah. we didn't lose that always helps <laughs> are you not
1: entertained really enjoyed it really that look well, i you know i think we all sort of on the same page it it's going to take an absolute miracle to even be a chance of staying up. So let's have as many exciting games as we possibly can. And I thought that was one of our better performances this season. Um, and it, it's one that gave, gives me a lot more hope than what I've seen before um, in terms of like this team going forward. Because I think, it, I mean, obviously I sat with you second half of this game. And I, th- I don't know if I said it to you or Ege, okay, but it was amazing. It's amazing just how different we, we have. We look like we've got a plan, yeah. which we never did under Eking bottom, even in those early days where we were sort of backs against the wall, we didn't look like we had a plan. We looked like we put the effort in and we were defending not too bad and stuff until the Newcastle eight now. But then we did. We look like a team. We look. We look exactly like I expected us to look all season, where we lack quality, but we we're going to give it a go. We're going to be hard to be. We're going to make games difficult for people. We're still going to go down, but it's not going to be a disgraceful going down in the way that it has been. You know, it's it's been looking like one of the worst relegated teams of all time. And at the moment, I don't think we look anything like one of the worst relegated teams of all time. I think we're probably on a par with Luton at the moment um where we're playing and stuff. I know the points don't back that up, but, but we're playing as I I think we're probably getting the max out of the team and I can't ask for any more.
0: Yeah, I think, this was, um, I think this was the best we've looked in possession. Mm. Certainly one of the, the best couple of times we've looked in possession this season where, as you said, you know we look like we knew how we were trying to move the ball up the pitch. Mm. You know, Souza, into Hamer, through ball to McAtee or Asula or Brereton-Diaz or whoever's running on. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a, you know, a, a good sort of competitive performance that we ended up creating quite a lot of chances from as well. We, uh, we had over 20 shots in this game, which is unheard of for United. You know, we outshot the opposition. We had 58% of possession. I, I've got to believe that's our highest mark of the season. Um, mm-hmm. Lute, mm-hmm. I went. I checked the last few games because I thought maybe uh, Luton and Brentford games were were like that, but no. Luton was like a fifty-one percent
1: possession share. So, mm. yeah, it felt like that as well. I thought we, I say, we were in control in the game, but it's possibly the most in control of a game we've been, if that makes sense. Because normally we're sort of reacting to what the other teams are doing, mm. and I think in this one we actually have more possession. And look, if there's West Ham fans listening, they'll be saying, "What are you talking about? We were, you know, a scrappy game, terrible game." But for us, that is such a massive improvement in what we've been seeing for the majority of the season. And there were certain performances and certain players where I looked at and I thought, do you know what, next season we might be all right, you know, because I've been watching a lot of championship recently um, for just, you know, on TV and things like that. And mm. it's not fantastic outside the promoter clubs in Ipswich. I mean, West Brom are a decent side, but they lost to Norwich. You know, it's it's very much, much of a muchness in that league and... Um, you know, I, I looked at certain players like, you know, Brooks I thought were his best game. Mm. I, I thought Souza were all right. I've seen massive mixed reports on him. I thought he were all right. I'm not his biggest fan as people listen to this now, but I thought he were all right in this game. I thought Jack Robinson was solid. Um, And then, you know, Barrett and Diaz I thought had a really good debut as well. And Bob Bogle just continues to get better and better. And I looked at him and I thought, I might have been playing this team down a little bit. I don't want to go too far and be too optimistic. But I came out happy. Yeah. I came out thinking... Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. We're going down, but I don't, I mean, I do care about going down, but I don't, if we're going to go down like this, you'll have no complaints from me.
0: Yeah, it's just, suddenly there's quite, there's a good handful of players who you actually want to see have the ball, don't you? You know, mm, mm. <clears throat> McTee. maybe it's not, maybe not his most effective game, but obviously he does... Uh, end up creating the penalty, if you like, for the yeah. late equaliser. But I love him out on that right wing. Like, mm. you know, I, I can watch that all day and cutting inside onto his left foot and either, you know, driving into the box or swinging one over to the far post. Brooks is, yeah, as you, as you said, I think that was his best game for us. Um, you know, cheeky nutmeg in the first half. And he, he just looks so, so happy on the ball. You know, i like just happy receiving it in, in tight spaces and trying mm. to sort of uh, move it forward. Hamer's another one I... Probably not his best game, but I appreciated the effort. I guess going forward, anyway. Yeah. Obviously, uh, had two kind of fateful uh, hands in two of, in the two goals that we conceded mm. of beating mm-hmm. them, anyway. But I really enjoyed him trying to play that through ball like five or six times. You know, even if it didn't always come off. And yeah, Barrett and Diaz solid debut as well.
1: Um, yes. Is that what you say? By the way, They're comfortable on the ball. I think Hayman, Mcatee, Brooks, and Barrett Diaz all look so comfortable on the ball. I, and this sounds like I'm talking about a Sunday League team or something like that, but we have been playing like a team who have not been able to string a pass together yeah. for the most of the season. And to have four players like that, you know, I was I, I would really impressed with Berrettin Diaz in the sense that he's probably better on the ball than I give him credit for. He's probably a little bit more skillful than I give him credit for. Um, because all four of them, and let's say the, the thing with Brooks, what I love about him is that he'll always get the ball and go forward. Mm. Um, and that's, something again, something that we've missed. I mean, there were too many back passes to the keeper throughout the match, which we might get on to. But that was more, mostly from the defenders. As soon as Brooks got it, or Hamer, or McAtee, or Diaz, they were walking one way, which were towards goal.
0: Yeah. In terms of stringing two passes together, I noticed this earlier, or stringing passes together, we are the uh, second lowest in the league for number of passes per... Possession with a, mm. a wonderful two point five eight passes per sequence. Um, it was, was bottom Luton. Luton, yeah, who obviously get it forward very quickly. Um, and even they are only slightly behind us. Just for context, Man City atop top. They're five and a half passes per sequence. So, you know, teams teams yeah. play fast, but yeah, uh, all the same. I. I uh, 2.58 passes per sequence is more because we've been whacking it away, I'd say. Um, and this is
1: the thing, well, under about what we've been doing, and I am Captain Hindsight. here, because I, I thought, I mean, I wanted him to go by the end, because I think it was obvious that he'd lost whatever, you know, dressing room with that, and that's a cliche, whatever it means, but uh, he had to go. But I am really surprised at just how quickly Wilde has managed to make us look like a team. Not a great team but he, as good as this team could be and exactly what I expect from this team. I mean, it were not that long ago we were playing Bournemouth and just, you know, hoofing it to the to the channels yeah. to chase and then it was coming back and, yeah, a massive turnaround, even though the points might not suggest it. It has been a massive turnaround, I think, from Wilder. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, we've um, we've sort of quietly given West Ham two pretty good games this season in a way. Statistically, anyway, we obviously lost 2-0 away. Um, but we had sixteen shots in that game, and had like almost mm-hmm. a fifty-fifty possession split. And then, yeah, this game, I thought we, um, I thought we were on top for the majority of it. I suppose this is just sort of uh, to to round off the narrative of the game before we get into details. I suppose we probably should have won this game, but also, you know, very happy to draw it with the lateness of the goal and how it came about. Did did you think that like a sort of little bit like two points dropped even as you were celebrating a? Hundred and third minute equaliser.
1: It's tough, really, really tough one to evaluate in an emotional sense. I think if if I thought the extra two points would have made a difference by the end of the season, I might have been disappointed. But I, I've really not really seen it like that, you know. At the moment, I'm seeing it as a, a game by game, and it were a good game, and I, I thought we were the better team. West Ham will obviously say, you know, they deserve the win because it were a very very dubious penalty, and they would see one up, you know, in the last kick of the game. So. I, I I don't know. It's it's a weird one, isn't it? Because I thought we were the better team, but if you're losing in the what we're at hundred and third minute, yeah, <laughs> so you can't really complain, can you, about getting a point?
0: Yeah, I thought we. So I've I've talked to how how much better I thought we were with the ball. I thought oh, defence... Yeah, yeah, a bit a bit sloppy. I mean, I thought we were all right at first, but as soon as we conceded that first goal, which no, right, I was about half an hour in, so that's not bad. Going half an hour looking okay. Then mm. we sort of went to pieces a little bit until Diaz equalised just for half time, and
1: mm. yeah,
0: we—I don't know—you can still cut through us a bit, can't you? I think even at um, even at nil nil, they had one where they sort of smashed it across across goal, and um, I don't know if it was Cornet at the far post just wasn't there to tap it in. Mm. There's another mm. one where I think they had a long throw from uh, Soufal, and Ings flicked it over where's, unfortunately, it went wide. So yeah, we're still. I don't know Robinson. Yeah, he did okay. Armandovich, I thought was given run round a little bit again. Um, although it's obviously good to see him uh, back in the team after he missed mm-hmm. the um, the FA Cup game. Um, what was I going to say about this? So yeah, defensively a bit a bit shaky, I thought.
1: And then. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the said- that's the weak point. I, I think I think going forward now we we I mean we're showing the goals that we scored. We scored two against Luton, scored two against West Ham. Should be winning at least one of those games if you're scoring two goals in a game at home. Yeah, um, but we can't defend. You know, we've got a goalkeeper who's obviously struggling for confidence. I thought he probably should have done better with the goal. Amount of being harsh there. I'm not sure with uh, the first goal. Robinson, I thought, were good for the you know he did that fantastic block at the end when it was two one that that had been game over. But mm, you know true. his passing's not great. I didn't rate Anel. I thought Anel really struggled. And I thought Trusty all all right. But you know we're not a we're very much a championship defence. I don't think there's any question about that.
0: Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, so they they actually we had a few not great chances, but we were um, we were we were shooting on sight a little bit, weren't we? Which I appreciate. Um, mm. Hamer put one wide Souza hit a good effort straight at the keeper um, mm. Diaz had that one uh, after Brooks had nutmeg their player yeah. on the wing um, yeah I appreciate the the willingness to, uh, to have a go I suppose
1: yeah they, they saw the Sula chance as well which were offside it, it might have been yeah, I don't know. That, that, that looked pretty tight to me, obviously. I've not seen a replay back of it. But Which one, sorry? The Asula like, one? It, the Asula, you know, when he's like, he's what, f- four yards out or something? And he, I think he pretty much hits it straight at the goalkeeper and then they mm. blow for a flag. I think in, even in that position, uh, Diaz has got the ball. And he, he could have had a shot. He's in the area. So we were definitely we were definitely on top. When they went 1-0 up, I'm pretty sure that was their first shot.
0: Yeah, it really felt that way. And their second goal felt like their first sort of opportunity <laughs> yeah. in the second half as well. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, pretty pretty scrappy goal to concede. Um, mm-hmm. Just sort of, def- I think it's Ings in it It gets inside Hamer far too easy. His shot yeah. deflects off Robinson and um Cornay is there at the far post to smash it in. I, I I don't really have too much put too much blame on
1: Wes for this one. No. Might be being harsh. I, I've seen a few people blame Bogle for it. He's out of position. I think Bogle goes to. Obviously, because it's a deflected shot, I think it's difficult. You know, it, it could fly anywhere, really. Um, yeah, I'm probably being harsh, to be honest. I'm probably, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's just a near post. He, he do not like those shots at his near post, does he? I suppose not. Um,
0: his first goal for West Ham, I think, in mm. 20, 28 appearances. Uh, so Another
1: one on yeah. the list.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Add to the list of probably rubbish players who've scored a goal against us this season. <laughs> yeah. Um, And then, yeah, I thought... Um, I thought we did fall apart for a little bit after that. We, um, we had a couple that were blocked inside the box. Marvin Robinson got a good block to one where it just looked like it was going to be 2-0 and then probably game over. But now we go back the other way and actually get an equaliser. And yeah, Willis Sula is so, so close to that first Premier League goal at this mm-hmm. one where Trusty heads it. Brilliant header by Trusty, actually. like yeah. just <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. Like a 40-yard through-ball header
1: or <laughs> it's headed cross. like a cross. computer game header. Yeah. Like on the old computer games, you press through-ball when it comes to an header, so then the not You clean through. Picks out a sealer at the back post. Good header,
0: and I think a good save. I give uh, Areola a lot of credit for this, actually. Like, I think say, he pushes mm-hmm. it back into a dangerous area, but he pushes it blooming miles from goal. It's a it does, yeah. definition of a strong hand. <laughs> but, um, yeah, fair play to Brereton-Diaz. He, no nonsense. Nobody's taking that chance off his toes, is he? And he just. I will laugh at me.
1: I will convince, as was Eggie was that with, that he would give in the rods to the West Ham fans when <laughs> he scored. He does that weird gesture. I go, is he, is he? He can't be doing that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it wasn't. I think it was more like, you know, come on sort yeah. of gesture. But um, yeah, his, his first. Uh, his first goal in the Premier League and a goal on his
1: uh first on his full debut. I thought you were time. really good first half. He tired a bit second, obviously missed that chance we'll come on to, but I thought first half you were really, really good.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Um we do make a change at half time, so Sula plays this first half. And I I've seen some like mixed reports on I d I I don't really know why he started this game of Sula unless McBurney mm. couldn't do ninety minutes. Which I guess is probably likely. <sighs>
1: Were it a reward for obviously the two goals? I mean, I brought it up on the last pod, but I didn't think he'd actually go for it. Um, yeah. You know, he obviously got two goals, and maybe his confidence was sky high, or maybe, I don't know. I mean, Bernie, I don't know why he didn't start. I, we all know he were in Qatar or Saudi or everywhere. Yeah, was. which was like a rehab thing, right? The club have said. Yeah, yeah. So I don't understand. I don't know whether he was probably not fitting up, but then you've still got Archer, aren't you? So. Yeah. I thought he'd have played, but I thought Sula did all right, to be honest. Was, again, you know, people have he got took off at half time. I, I thought he he would probably. I don't know. He won. He won a lot more and managed to hold it up a lot better than he has done in recent games for me mm. in the Premier League.
0: Yeah, I, I thought it was a good forty-five minutes from him. I mean, obviously, you know, the the finish, uh, the the end product isn't there. He like you know, fizzes yeah. a couple of uh, crosses slash shots that go you know, way over the head of anyone in the middle. Although, to be fair to him, there wasn't actually anyone in the middle on a couple of those. But yeah, I just thought, um, I don't know, he looks like, considering he's going up against Zuma, who's a pretty, you know, physical bloke at the back. Mm. I thought he, he did a good job in terms of uh. we could just fire it into him and he'd, you know, try and touch it touch it around the corner and chase it or hold it up and bring someone else in. Um, yeah. yeah, I just thought that whole attack looked, well, it was just exciting to watch, really, relative to what we've seen for the rest of the season. Uh.
1: When I, when I saw Zuma playing, so obviously I'm not really paying that much attention to the opposition because we're, we're, you know it's not really like I saw. I'm not going into games with any sort of nerves in the league or anything like that because I'm like, well, we're already down. Let's just see what we can do. Yeah. And then I forgot Zuma played for him, and then obviously up against Asoula, I thought he's going to really struggle here because obviously Van Dyke's miles better, but he's really struggled against Van Dyke. You know, he just couldn't physicality wise, he couldn't get near him, and I thought he did really well against a really experienced, you know, top Premier League player. Yeah. Um, in, in Zuma, you know, he's he's a player who probably gets in the majority of defenses outside of the top five
0: or six. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a fair shout. I think um, Jared Bowen did start this game. By the way, we talked about mm. him uh, probably not being available, but that's his first game for a few weeks. But I think we did a pretty good job on him. Really, like kept mm. him quiet. I thought I don't remember him having too many sort of moments where you you suddenly panicked that he was on the ball or no. he was about to you know fire one into the top corner. I think he had one sort of curled. Just wide in the second half, but I mean maybe we're probably well not mixed. fully
1: fair in fairness to him. I think he's probably yeah. come back earlier because they are the plays they have missed. I mean, obviously we were in the pub before and when they when the teams come out you were far more concerned about West Ham's team than ours, weren't you? Because you were like, Oh well, they're all back. Like <laughs> Yeah,
0: it's um it's a
1: pretty good looking team that they've got out there, to be honest. I thought so. The bench were really struggling, I think, you know, for players on the bench. But you know, I think they I mean that they were really bizarre when they brought uh, is it Ben Johnson? Ben Johnson, yeah. Played him up front.
0: Yeah, he played a like left wing, didn't he, or something?
1: Yeah, really bizarre. Oh, Obviously, we've right been linked back. with him. Yeah, he's yeah, a right back. Yeah, we've been linked with him. Uh, I don't think we'll sign him, so I imagine he's on loads of money. but yeah. um, And I was like, I'll oh, see what he's like anyway. And I was like, what? Why is he, why is he so far like, up front? But yeah. yeah, I think they were struggling for numbers in the terms of the squad. But in terms of the first 11, that's easily a top 10 Premier League team.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I, th- I thought we got, we got quite a bit of joy in midfield. I thought Ward-Prowse is a very slow footballer who um I think if he, if he wasn't any good at set pieces he'd probably am I going a bit far here? I think he'd probably be playing in the championship. Yeah.
1: Am I right? Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of those sort of I've never I've not seen him that often but when I have seen him he's never stood out he's looked you know comfortable yeah. I'd say on the ball like nice and tidy but never never really did anything to suggest that he should be in the England squad or anything like that to me. Yeah.
0: Suchek as well as I think he's a is a good athlete but he's um I don't know he's a bit bit lumbering in in midfield. Yeah. So I quite liked yeah Hamer brooks McAtee sort of fizzing around I suppose and, and mm. getting in between the lines with those ones. Just with um with Souza this is so weird like I feel like every time I think he's had a good game I, <laughs> everyone says he's been terrible. And yeah. whenever I think he's been terrible, everyone says he's had a great game. And this is one I thought he was quite good. Like, whereas... I, thought he,
1: I thought he were a bang average. Well, not bang average. Six out of ten is my... You know, I saw uh, Dan Blades get into it. You know a lot of, lot of criticism for saying he were awful. And I think uh, I think Riley as well, obviously, on Twitter, just the analytics and stuff, I think he said he was terrible. Then other people were saying he were fantastic, he was man of the match. I'm like, whoa, calm down. I don't know about that far. But yeah. I, it's a really weird game because he made... I thought he made quite a lot of interceptions. He even won some headers, which you don't really see him do for a big guy. But then he did these two or three really ridiculous passes. One of them, I, don't, I, I just can't. It's so sloppy. Do you know which one In I mean? First obviously half. Well, Yeah, when he once again just plays it across without looking. And you're I think like, it was just have after he equalised, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And But, you know, again, for me, he's not been worth with the money so far or whatever we've paid for him i think we could have probably done better with that money what what i've seen but i think he has steadily improved and I, I certainly think he deserves a a place in the first team even if i'm not seeing what certain other people are seeing with these amazing performances yeah i thought he used his strength quite well
0: like you know there's a mm. few times uh, probably more in the second half really where he, he kind of you know there was like a 50/50 and he just sort of levered the West Ham player off the ball and i was like yeah. Don't, don't have too many people outside of the centre-backs who can actually do that. So I appreciate having, you know, that, that sort of possession win and then, uh, you know, moves it on to ideally someone in a red and
1: white shirt. Well, this is the thing, I do think this is one of the criticisms which I understand is that he, sl- he does slow us down a bit, I think, because he takes him ages to just sort yeah. of, it always feels like the guy I sit next to the other side, he's not a fan. He's like, just takes him ages to get hold of the ball, like, sort of get it under control, have a look up and pass it. But, you know, I don't know. I don't that, know. That I is mean, who he is though.
0: I mean that's that's Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly. I don't um I sort of don't have a problem with that. It's you know, the club signed him knowing that it was about surrounding him with players that um you know can benefit from the things that he does do well. And I think since Wilder's come in we have actually started yeah. to do that by obviously not playing Norwood alongside him. And having yeah. Hamer playing further forward, so Susan and Brooks and, has
1: been massive. And Brooks, thing, think, yeah, you're right. The, yeah. yeah, with the athletic. Game. Just on Brooks, <clears throat> someone tweeted us. Can't remember it. where, sorry. Um, off the top of my head, but I said, like, obviously, last last week we said something about something on the lines of Brooks might only be a bit player next season. So, I want to clarify what I meant by that? Is that? Um, yeah, thanks
0: for clarifying. Because I was like, I had to turn off my notifications for this. I was like, what have you done here? Why am I getting I fifty I notifications about yeah, something it. you said in it? You yeah, but I moment.
1: said. What I meant is a lot of lot of young players burst into the team and then they go backwards and then come back again. I, I was sort of trying to make a point that we shouldn't be expecting these performances week in, week out for the rest of the season because it'll be unbelievably difficult for him to keep these levels up. Um, so don't be surprised if next season you know, he's in and out of the team and it's like another progression for him in terms of learning. It's going to be different for him next year because we are going to be expected to win the majority of the game, certainly early doors. We're going to be one of the favorites Should have thought to go down. And there's going to be more pressure in a weird way because we're going to have more of the ball and he's going to be expected to create stuff. Mm. So I just think it's cool cool down a little bit of these, you know what I mean? Like, oh, we've got the best players going to play for England and all this sort of stuff. I remember David Brooks coming onto the scene and were fantastic against Wednesday in his early days, scored against Leeds. Then if you remember just before he got glandular fever, he had a really bad run of games mm. where nothing he was doing was really coming off. And then obviously he's come back again and were fantastic for Bournemouth. I remember Elka in the triple uh, triple assault season, were brilliant but in his first proper season. The season after, he really, really struggled. And I think it's that sort of, you You know, you're a known player then. You can't be, you, you sort of get into things. You can try things at the moment. People are going to let him off because it's his first season and stuff like that. And I just think cool down a little bit with him.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Well, Man United are monitoring him,
1: mate. So uh, Man United are monitoring everybody. I'm, <laughs> Man United are monitoring every single player in in the world. <laughs> I think they probably are.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, you're right with Brooks. Like, um, and I think it's a really good point about uh, next season in the Championship when like more will be expected of him. I suppose because I, mm. yeah, I, st- I still don't totally know what he is yet as a player. Like, mm. you know, because obviously. He's, you know, the goals and assists aren't there yet, um, which is, no you know, slight on him. But no. he's not like a chance creator either, really, particularly. You know, we're not seeing him, you know, getting to the byline and putting in crosses or threading through balls or anything like that just yet, which is fine because this is a team that is still pretty limited that, you know, just having someone who is athletic and comfortable on the ball is like a massive improvement from where we are. But, yeah, yeah I, I can see this... There's still some refinement to his game to come, isn't there? And that's that's absolutely fine. This is his first. And that's what I was saying. I I don't want it
1: Yeah, I don't want to seem like I'm putting him down or anything like that. I want to get across that he's been absolutely fantastic. My my sort of, it's the next step for him for me now. Like you know what I mean? He he could go on to play for England and, and get a Man U move and stuff like that. But I think it's way too early to to be talking about that just yet, based on six good games when he's coming to a team and he personally has had no pressure because no one's expecting that much for him. I think next season will be a real making of him when we're in the Championship. If he can hold down a, a, a starting place next season for the majority of games, then yeah, we're probably going to lose him. And It's good that we've got him on a contract. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and yeah, I do think this was the best I've
1: seen him for us as well. Yeah, um, I, thought, I, I actually thought when he went off, we fell apart a little bit, to be honest.
0: Yeah, the uh, the subs did not help us in this game. Um, mm. I thought we lost a bit of a bit of control, I suppose. And well, one, one sub that did help us, I think was McBurney coming on at half time for Sula. So yeah. uh, as decent as I thought he was first half for Sula, um, McBurney was the one I wanted to see out there. And I, I think that, I don't know, I feel like West Ham had to sort of respect that he was out there a bit in terms of they couldn't push up all that yeah. high on us when we were in possession, which is probably why we had, uh, the lion's share of possession. Um, we had such an amazing chance to go two-one up when oh. Breo Diaz went in on goal. I think it was Mcatee played him in, mm. and uh, yeah, he runs one-on-one into the, into the box with Ariola and just just use your left foot, mate. And yeah, so <laughs> yeah. Uses his right and puts it miles
1: wide. Oh, yeah, not yeah, good. Yeah, it was really disappointing. That I mean, a good run from him. Great ball, really good ball from Mcatee. Um, yeah, I, he caught. I don't know. He he cut in, he did the right thing, and then, yeah, I don't know, just, yeah, he should, pro- yeah, should have gone with his left, and, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he, he looked knackered by that point as well. I think he went off not so long after, didn't I? So, yeah, you know, right, maybe a bit of that as well. But, you know, good for him for getting behind, because we've not seen that, really, from many wingers or wherever he was playing, you know what I mean, this season.
0: Yeah, yeah, true.
1: Uh, so yeah, he and comes... the ball once he got off, by the way, and um, Archer came on for him, wasn't it? yeah archie didn't really do anything for me in that position he's not a winger.
0: Yeah, pretty uh, pretty peripheral in every meaning of the word there. Um yeah, yeah so that's on 67 minutes. Uh, Johnson <laughs> comes on for Corner and immediately starts like so, I don't know, just it was proper it, it was weird this with the West Ham fans because I'm sure they mm. were singing the West the away fans. You don't know what you're doing when he came yeah. Johnson. Mm. Um, Presumably thinking we're taking a you know a, an attacking player off for a right back, but then Johnson goes up front and they're I don't know they're singing his name like he's a you know a returning hero or something, aren't they? So
1: that were incredible that because you, obviously I look looking for because we were linked with him, so I always have a quick look on four and see how easy it's going to be to get a view from. And they were all saying he's rubbish. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He's not nowhere near good enough. So when he came on and I, I heard the same as you that you know the fans were not happy with that sub. And then, like, what, five minutes later, they're all singing his name, and he, to be fair, he caused a bit of havoc.
0: Yeah, I thought he did as well. Really odd tactical choice, chucking him in there, I suppose. But, uh, mm. yeah, give us a little a little sighter, I suppose, of the player he could be if we are actually yeah. in for him. Get him up front. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I thought we'd been in control of this game without, like, creating lots and lots of chances. Mm. And then we gave away another daft penalty, really, Um yeah, we've had a few this season, but yeah, Hamer just uh, just sloppy. I thought you know tangles with Ings. It's a pretty pretty clear penalty. And uh, Ward Prowse, the one thing he is very good at is set pieces, and he sticks it away. And yeah, obviously, as you said, I was sat with you at this point, and uh, I think we we're both just saying you know like a, a, a mediocre team does not lose this game. Like, yeah, it probably wins this game, but it certainly doesn't lose it. And yeah, unfortunately, it would... that's why we're bottom of the league.
1: Yeah, it was really disappointing because we didn't deserve it. But if you're going to give silly fouls away like that, and he, I know the West Ham fans think he should have got a second yellow as well, Hamer for that, which I don't know. I'm not. I don't know about that. But I don't no, really know the rules so. to be honest. But <laughs> um, but yeah, we were we were the better sides, but we were losing again, and it felt felt very for, for COVID season yeah. to me. Um, in the sense that we'd been in this game, we'd not really created loads, but we'd missed our big chance, which were Berrett and Diaz. And then we've done something really stupid um, to, to give them the goal because it, there's no need, you know, it's just clumsy, in it, from Hamer? And then to be honest, after that, I thought they only looked like one team and we were going to score, and it was West Ham.
0: Yeah, we made a, a bunch more changes. So Norik Davis comes on for his first uh, league appearance in, well, God knows how long, 15 months, something like that. Um, yeah. He comes on for trusty, who I thought did okay. Um, a left back again. Uh hmm. Norwood comes on for Sousa, which Yeah, I didn't know, like that. Didn't really see what the point of that was. Um just before that, Brewster comes on for Brooks. That was part of a double change with um
1: I didn't I didn't like these subs, and this is twice this has happened to me. to me, two years since Wilder's come in to me personally. Um Luton game where Wilder made some subs that I don't think have worked neither. I just felt they were a bit Warnocky. <laughs> you know, just chuck another forward guys, on. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had Brewster Archer and McBurney all on the pitch. And McAtee oh, on there Oh Yeah. 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 And I
0: mean like we
1: just Yeah, we just lost us total. Totally lost, for me anyway, totally lost the uh, the momentum or any sort of style or anything. And, you know, if Brooks and Sousa were tired, fair enough. But I'd rather have kept the shape. because so I think we were the better side. And then, like I say, as soon as these subs came on, I, you know, we, we were pretty lucky. I think, like say Bowen had that chance then, didn't he, where he curled over. And then I think, um, obviously, just before our, well, after the sending offs, I think, but that block from Robinson pretty much saved the game.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. The the Brewster one, like the the change. I just, I just don't know why we're bringing him on. Like, well, I don't know why he's even still here to be honest, apart from his contract. But like, it, I don't feel like him coming on ever positively affects a game. I think it just messes things up. It Just. I don't know, maybe you're trying to create some chaos just by having another ball This what I mean, there, if but... it
1: were a target, man, if you bring in... Even Jepperson was quite tall. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I could sort of understand that, but Bruce is not... Like
0: Soula when he came on against Luton, for example. Like, yeah, yeah,
1: suddenly... yeah, yeah. Or all, all against Bournemouth when he came on. I know we were already down in that game, but it caused a bit... It was something different.
0: Yeah. Um, whereas he comes on and gets sent off, and uh, it's indefensible, isn't it? I mean, as soon as he did it, I knew it was a red card. I mean, I would have been... Furious if this had been on our player and not been a red card. Yeah. Not totally sure why the ref didn't give it in the first place.
1: That, uh, do you know what? I'm thinking after that probably saved because we were all moaning, going, Why is he going to the screen? He's clearly ascending off. Everyone in the stand knew it was ascending off, mm. apart from Wilder, it seems. Yes. <laughs> but everyone knew it was ascending off, you know. And it took about five minutes, but those five minutes gave us a hard hole at the end. So. Yeah, it did. And uh, I
0: should also say that uh, Sufal was booked uh, in the sort of. The mm. reaction to it, I guess. Or I think possibly for saying, how come that's not a red card? So he picked up a yellow himself for that, which obviously became important. But, um, yeah, just an unbelievably dumb from Brewster. Like, what are you
1: doing? I think he was just trying to impress. I think it's just a case of – I think Kasaba tweeted it, and Liam, who obviously made with with he, he said the same. That He just looked like a player who – well, I can't get hold of the ball. I can't – affect the game in so I'm just going to go in and the fans might think oh he's up for it but it's just absolutely ridiculous and I mean look we've got a point out of it so it didn't affect anything and it, if we have lost it wouldn't have been Brewster's fault but you're thinking you've just come back you've, you've, you've barely played and now you're out straight red three, three games, games yeah. I mean it's not going to matter that's the problem that's another problem it's not as if everyone's going oh no we've lost him for three games now yeah. what is it realistically if Jefferson comes back fifth choice striker sixth choice striker
0: yeah, I mean, he looks well behind Asula in terms of uh, yeah. you know, ability to play as a striker at this level or even the level below. Yeah, mm. um, I don't know. I think just,
1: with Diaz now as well, I'd rather see him, if we're short strikers, I'd rather see him as a as a lone striker, if you know what I mean, than, than play Brewster.
0: Yeah, well, I just... Uh, I mean, if we can get him out on loan for the rest of the season, I absolutely mm. would do. Obviously, he's going to be suspended now till probably the middle of February, I guess, because we... Yeah. We only have one more game this month.
1: Oh, no, we have two games, don't we? So. Yeah, we've got FA Cup. It's, it's going to be massive for him this next move, by the way. Whether whether we get him out alone or sell him or whatever, or he stays, wherever he goes next, because you, you get the feeling it's not going to happen here.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll I would absolutely get him out. I, I don't know if this is a hot take. This isn't a hot take, is it? I just, I would get him out of the building for the rest of the season. I don't know. I see people I, say I, there's a
1: player in there still. And I, I'm not see, I, no. I don't know what people have seen with that because I, don't, I think he looks like a youth team player. He's looked so naive with what he's doing and things, and well, I, I hate going in on on players, but I think it's warranted from for what he did.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you say he looks like a youth team player, but our youth team players look better than him. You know, look at Brooks. Yeah. Immediate. I know he plays a different position, but immediately looks like he knows where he's supposed to be on the pitch and how to link mm-hmm. up with other players. Asulu, As mm-hmm. I really do think has looked better than him uh, in you know the brief flashes we've seen. Uh, from Brewster this season, or even last season, to be honest, yeah, I, I just think <clears throat> you know whether it happens for at or, with us or not. I don't think it's going to happen this season. I, I don't see any benefit no, in no. staying part of the squad this season. No. I'd rather, especially now we've you know brought in Diaz, I'd rather just see the minutes used for him and Asula, and hopefully Jettison surely. Six
1: I mean, you would have thought the teams would be interested in him just based on his pedigree. You know, he had a good loan spell at Swansea. The Liverpool connection always seems to get you big moves for some reason, and yeah. um, but I imagine his wages are absolutely huge. So I yeah. imagine that if people want him, they're not going to be able to afford it because you only be Championship teams who are interested. They're probably not going to be able to get anywhere close to his wages, even after his wages. No, think, but the thing time. is, we're paying
0: his wages anyway so yeah, yeah uh, this yeah, get is what i mean i, I just
1: get some confidence or something
0: yeah yeah and you know worst case scenario is well worst case scenario is he gets injured again i suppose but you know yeah. let's say he stays fit as does fairly well in the championship over the next six months comes mm. back and you think like okay there's maybe a maybe a fourth choice striker for us in uh, mm. in the championship next season in a in a contract year so mm. you know maybe we're about to see the very best of him but yeah <laughs> i um uh, I just, I, I kind of just don't want to see him for the rest of the season, to be honest. I know this is like very uh, emotional reaction, but it's just, uh, it's just, it just brings me down now. I, I was thinking this actually because Wilder obviously has brought him on quite a few times. If I was Wilder, I probably would just leave Brewster in the under twenty ones at this point, like just so I, uh, you know, I'm not reminding everyone week by week that I'm the person <laughs> that <laughs> spent all that money to bring him here and yeah, saddled us with this
1: massive like, contract. Where's Brewster? Never heard of him. I don't yeah.
0: <laughs> I, w- I would be, I would be really invested in seeing him go out on loan. Like I- I'd be interested, yeah, I
1: would, yeah, really interested because he does need to run of games now. There's no point in being here; he's not going to get a game for us. Yeah. So we may as well go out on loan and just see if there's still something in there. I've, I've saw Deadbatch report and he said he's, he thinks he's going to end up in League Two or the National League, which would be a massive fall for someone who cost twenty five million or whatever it was four seasons ago. But uh, his next move is going to be huge for him if he can't. You know, I don't know if he ends up at somewhere like Swansea again or something like that. It doesn't happen for him. He's only heading one way.
0: Yeah, well, his contract is certainly, uh, his wages are certainly heading downwards. I would say by the time he gets his next deal. Um, But yeah, this is boneheaded, and um, I was not happy about it at the time or now. I think it's just very Mm. stupid all around. But I suppose you've got to be charitable, as you said, it, it did buy us a bit of extra time. Yeah. Of course, uh,
1: Chaos just... as well got, uh, was it, Kutsufel?
0: Yep, got Sufell. him booked. And he then got sent off about um, a few minutes later where uh, Mac T does him and uh, he gets trod on and a second yellow. Did you think that was it? We're going to get back into this now? No. I'm
1: <laughs> just like, what's the point? <laughs> Who cares? No, I'd sort of... Obviously, by this point, it's just, we weren't we weren't creating anything, were we? Really, as we not as if we were banging on the door or anything like that, we just looked a bit of a mess. And West Ham, I thought, would have enough experience on the field and enough quality to to easily see. It out. I didn't think this would really make that much difference at all.
0: No, uh, me neither. But it it sort of did, I guess. With it did, yeah. We, we benefited from two decisions in uh, the ensuing. I don't know five minutes, I suppose. Uh, the penalty awarded in the 98th minute, which, I don't know, man. I've watched this like probably I don't 20. Get it. I've watched this about 20 <laughs> times. I don't really know how it's a penalty. I don't able. get
1: it. I don't get it. I do not get it. I don't know. I didn't think it were a pen at the time. And no. I thought there must be something going on. I saw it in the pub straight after I went to the pub and they had the highlights on. And even then I'm thinking, there's got to be more to it than that. And then I've seen it again and again. And I'm like, I'm still waiting for that. Ah, oh, Right. That's what happened, is it? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But I think we were massive. I think we were as well. Yeah, McAtee swings I've it into... He's got a different view and, you know,
0: send, send it, mate. Send me, send me the angle. <laughs> <laughs> McAtee swings it into the back post. Um, Bernie jumps. He gets a little push from um, Johnson, I think. And Ariola mm. comes charging out and does bash into McBernie. I, I, I'm assuming that's what it's given for, the goalkeeper, like, yeah, barging into him. But, like... That never gets given. I mean, it's no, just, no I, no. I, no. I don't know. I, I just, I don't really think that's a foul to be honest. Like, no. yeah, I, th- I think it's more, you know, you usually see that and then a, a, like decisions given in defense of the goalkeeper, which usually infuriates me as well. Cause it's mm-hmm. like the keeper. Yeah. 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 Contact, it but, should have been
1: a, for me. It shouldn't have been a foul either way a goal kick.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was really surprised the keeper, uh, the referee gave it. Um, there are some very funny photos of Ariola's face. Like, it looks like he's trying to inhale Bernie's arm. Like, basically biting his bicep as they uh, as they yeah. make contact. Um- the, the,
1: the fan, the West Ham reaction. I mean. I understand it, but it's not that important, realistically. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you, you're still going to say eight to It might, might be the difference to you finishing seventh and eighth. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't really matter. Um, that, Was it West Ham Centre? You've had to block him, haven't you? <laughs> that West Ham Centre. I've had to mute it
0: because it's just all over my timeline. I'm like, I just don't so care weird,
1: about yeah. this. Unbelievable, honestly. Every time like, I could go on Twitter, it's like, is it another post? He honestly must have made about 30 posts about this incident or the penalty incident. It's like, it's he's, not. It's not that. It's not that important. It's not that he's big. gathered it's
0: just... the uh, opinions of people as diverse as the referee from
1: Gladiators. Yeah,
0: oh, that's it. a
1: bad comment. That that's that, I mean, a bad I comment. Think, yeah, think Clattenburg. So well, oh, you know what they're like: Sheffield United and McBernie. So just like sure, stick to Gladiators.
0: Yeah, so he's he's not. I don't believe Clattenburg has any any involvement like post career with uh, PGmol, but. I would imagine that that body is not enamoured with those comments from him, which are, yeah, he he has said, like, if you know Sheffield United and if you know McBurney, you know, he's going to look for a foul there or something like that's not great to hear from, you know, formerly one of the top referees in this country, is it? No, 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 no. no.
1: Um, he's a I'm, bit of a cocky man, anyway. I've seen him another thirty years. A bit of a, you know, I think he's a superstar. Well, he's rubbish on as I'll say that much. <laughs> is it? I've not seen him to be honest. Go, go yes. and get what's that other guy called? Got his name. What, John Anderson? And no, John Anderson. Go no and get John Anderson back. Sack Get John Anderson back.
0: Probably find out his uh, John Anderson. RIP, mate. You, you did an episode on Gladiators, didn't you? For living with oh, him? yeah, we did.
1: Yeah, he'll have passed away then by now, I think. <laughs> we did it a couple of years ago.
0: Oh, so. <laughs> no, he's, he's still going strong according to this. He is 92 years old.
1: 92, exactly. Get him Oof. in. Oh, what, get what him an ref- <laughs> In fact,
0: yeah. Um, so, Ariola goes off and Fabianski comes on just to ratchet up the tension a little yeah. more. Yeah,
1: I did enjoy this in a way, like, because. <laughs> you, it was sick it, it out. Yeah, it was nerve wracking, but but again, because I don't really think we've got anything to play for in a in a if it were like a proper you know we were fifth in the league or something like that in yeah. in the championship and it were a big I think I quite enjoyed the ramping up of like oh you know like like sort of smiling here we go goal is off we now we now this is going to end think like I said to you I and we didn't know we were going to take it at the time obviously because McAtee had hold of the ball but. We didn't Norwood know had gonna... it
0: for a bit as well, did he? Yeah,
1: we didn't know if it was going to be Norwood or McBurdy. And I think I said, how's he going to miss this then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: Fabianski, a pretty decent penalty record, I think. I, I didn't really yeah. know that at the time. But um, yeah, I always I always worry when an opposition keeper. I guess it doesn't happen that often. But I don't know. It's just a. Uh, I guess if you could choose like what you would ideally uh, least want to happen in that situation, bringing on a new goalkeeper just for the hundred and third minute penalty is is definitely one of the things I least wanted yeah. to happen. But fortunately McBurney, who uh takes the penalty from um or takes the ball from McAtee, he's got ice in his veins and he sticks it away for two all. And um yeah that's uh I think I saw this the other day. That's four goals in his last four home appearances. Yeah in, four
1: consecutive um... goals consecutive home games, <sighs> four goals. Top goal scorer now, I think. I think Yeah, he's, he he's, uh, he's gone past own goal. Um, as our yeah, he's gone past own goals. Our top goal scorer. Let's he's, see what happens with this contract.
0: He's still in with a sneaky shout, mate, of being our top uh top Premier League goal scorer of all mm. time. I think that puts him on eleven. I mean, um, and it needs to get to fifteen to tie
1: with Brian Dean. Brandon did it in one season. He did it a lot <laughs> less games, yeah. A lot less games. Do this, but, but he's got closer than anyone else, so credit to him.
0: Yeah. Uh, good penalty. Um, and, yeah, 103rd minute, the latest ever Premier League goal. And uh, you're thinking that's that's the, surely the end to the drama, but apparently not. West Ham go down the other end, and uh, Almanodzic tangles with Bowen, I think it is. Yeah, I'm uh,
1: furious about this, just the fact that It even happened because I just thought, you idiots. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? This is why you're going down. Yeah. (laughs) It was just like classic United. And I thought, you know, I don't know if this is a foul or not. I've seen clips before where people have have shown Bowen holding Almond Odzic, and I've seen clips where it's, you know, cut at a certain point, which is what Anel said, conspiracy man Anel, Neil Oliver. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, saying, you know, you've, you've edited it to make it look like... I don't know. I think it's one of those, if he gives a penalty for it, he's not getting overturned.
0: Yeah, possibly not. The ref- It should be, to be clear, the referee gives us a free kick for... Yeah. Because it's an hand ball, isn't it? Oh, I thought it was for Bowen pulling.
1: I thought it was an ball. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I thought it because he's fallen and he's hit his hand, but I could be wrong with that.
0: Oh, okay. I, I took it as... Um, I haven't... I guess I haven't scrutinised that part of it that closely, but... Um, yeah, Bowen does grab hold of um, Armendotic, who uh, returns the favor and ends up, you know, flattening Bowen. And yeah, I, I think you I have to say pretty lucky not to get a pe- not to concede a penalty for that. Even though mm. I, I do did think I did think at the time, like pretty sure Bowen's like got hold of him first. But mm. I don't know, it's the sort of thing that there's no need to put yourself in that situation. I don't think with um, Armendotic, like to, it really to annoying. Like I say, I think
1: if he if he had given it. I mean, we've got away wait. Some people might say, oh, my knowledge. she's done his job. But it's really clumsy, yeah. whichever way you look at it. Whether it's a pen or not, it's really, really, really clumsy. And there's no need. We've just got an equaliser. You know, I-, I can't believe we nearly threw it away again.
0: Yeah, imagine the fact you can see you score.
1: they then... had a shot. It'd have been like Luton again, where, hang on, West Ham have had three shots, and they've all gone in and two are them are pens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: um, but no, we we hold on. We go on to double-figure points. We're still, still waiting to breach that uh that Derby record. But, um, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed the game. It was a fun game. Yeah. I guess I came out of it thinking like we probably should have won that, but, uh, I'm never going to turn my nose up at not losing this season. So, um,
1: yeah. you going to defend like we defended, you can't <coughs> realistically come out and say you dropped two points. I don't think anyway.
0: Yeah, I suppose not. I, um, it's slightly alarming that we've conceded 51 goals already this season. Um, we conceded 63 the last relegation season, so we're well on track to beat that. And I think did Swindon have the record of like a Swindon? Goals?
1: I've got the record with 100 goals. Bang on 100 goals. Uh-huh. I saw an interview with Jan Howard. We felt off, and they were sort of joking in the dressing room. The last game, they had, I think they run 95 goals. He goes, "Oh, imagine if we concede 100 goals." Then they did lose five two or something oh, like no. that in the last game. Um, yeah, and, you know, they Swindon are a lot of little slugs. You know, those, those, those <laughs> I feel sacks. like we've t- no, think- tightened up a bit since Wilders took over, right? We are, We're down so- to,
0: like, two goals a game instead of three. It's not going to
1: two goals a game. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think, and also Swindon played more games. There were more teams. We were 42 games for them. Was that right? Uh, no. 40- yeah, 46, 42. I can't remember how many's in it. I can't remember, 40- mate. I think it were 42 games they played where he's only played 38. So we're well on course to be beating that. Yeah, yeah, I'm just seeing how many goals we've conceded
0: under Wilder so far. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of twos, I suppose. How many games is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, we're under, under two goals a game since uh, Wilder took over. I think so.
1: Might That's be right. Bad, is
0: it? Might be yeah. right. Yeah, might stay under the 100 <laughs> threshold. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I enjoyed that. Enjoy, a, enjoy a uh, not losing to West Ham is always good. Um, I suppose slightly enhanced by all the the moaning afterwards from West Ham, as you said, and the. You know, Obviously, there are a lot of prominent um, West Ham personalities in the media, so the kind of moaning post-match has just been
1: highly amplified, I guess, as well. I get it, but I, I just I don't care. Like, I mean, yeah. if it were us, I'd be going, oh, we'd be on here saying, no, how's he given that? You know what I mean? What, what an unbelievable... I can't imagine me making 30, 40 tweets about it. <laughs> like,
0: no, I guess not. Especially, as you said, when, you know, you're just one of those teams that they're in that sweet spot, West Ham, where... They're not going to win the league. They're not going to make the Champions League. They're also not going to go down. So just, you know, get get on with it, basically. You know, it, just, it, it really doesn't make that big a deal
1: to them. Mm-hmm. Or it shouldn't do, anyway. But, no, no, no. no. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Like It's just, I just seen like, oh, in, obviously did the view from uh, enjoy the championship. We will. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> just, some of us
0: accepted we were down pretty much the moment we got promoted. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to worry about that too much. Um So that was fun, and uh, we've got Brighton in the cup on Saturday, which I'm looking forward to it very much. Looking forward to, yeah. Um, Actually, just on that, like as a follow up from um, what we talked about last week, so obviously it's only fifteen quid. I did a little bit of searching. Other Premier League, other all Premier League ties for next weekend: Chelsea versus Aston Villa, thirty-eight pounds is the cheapest adult ticket. Spurs versus Man City, 35. Everton versus Luton, which I would say is about as boring a FA Cup fixture as United versus Bryan. 25 is the cheapest adult ticket. Fulham versus Newcastle, it goes as high as 50. And I think the cheapest one is 40.
1: Is that on TV?
0: I don't know, but even if it's I mean, even if it's been played on the moon, that's scandalous. That's just like an offensive <laughs> it's
1: ridiculous, isn't it? Absolutely there's no need. They don't need the money, do they? I guess there's
0: supply and demand. You know, more people will want to go watch Chelsea versus Aston Villa, for example, than they will but, yeah. versus Brighton. But, but, but Fulham um...
1: Newcastle, no, if I were a Fulham fan, I'd be just yeah, we're probably gonna lose. I don't I don't know. yeah not I w I wouldn't I don't know. I am put it one way, I would not be gonna United Brighton if it were forty quid.
0: No, no, absolutely not. So yeah Good. Uh, as we said last time, £15 is a fantastic price. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to because I think, like, I'm not really concerned about what sort of team Brighton are going to put out because if they, you know, you know what Brighton are like, they'll, they'll have, like, <clears throat> you know, three under 20s making their debuts, like, <laughs> two of which will be playing for Liverpool and Man United in a couple of years. Yeah. So uh, I'm not going to sweat too much what kind of 11 they're putting out there on Saturday. I hope we, you know, have a very similar team to the one that started this West Ham game and, uh, we can maybe defend a little bit better and go at them, try and win the game. Looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, looking forward to it. I think we've definitely got a chance. Well, I'm not saying we're going to win, we're going to go in as second favourites, but I just think, I don't know, I just think that we've, I don't think they'll play the best side and, and you know, we, we've shown a bit in recent weeks to suggest that, like I said, we look like a decent championship team, a good championship team to me at the moment and mm. a good championship team can beat a decent Premier League team in an FA Cup game, so, you know, yeah. bring it on. <clears throat>
0: Absolutely. And then, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, into the fifth round, as that would be. And then, you yeah, know, a few games for Wembley again. And yeah, that's games...
1: what I mean. I mean. Some were saying, you know, I'd I play the reserves. And I thought, hey, just because we're never going to win it. But in my opinion, we've got more chance of getting to get into the final of the FA Cup than we have a stay in all. So,
0: yeah, absolutely. And I would say that uh, several of the best moments last season, even though it was a promotion season, if you're just doing the best moments, several of them did come in the FA Cup. Together, yeah, yeah, yeah. That Blackburn game, particularly in the four. Yeah, Tottenham as well. Yeah. Tottenham, yeah. Even the Wrexham replay, which I wasn't that yeah, much, yeah. really enjoyed. So, um, yeah, I hope uh, <clears throat> I hope United's uh, downright cheap pricing for this one is met with uh, good demand from fans, mm. and uh, yeah, we get a, a game at least as entertaining as the one we saw on Saturday, uh, Sunday against West Ham. Yeah. Uh, right, mate, we're finished there. Uh, anything in particular to plug?
1: We've uh, got the view from West Ham. Um, I, I hate doing it, actually, because it was literally 30 pages just having a go at the referee. It was so boring. Normally, I quite like that you get a last-minute goal and you, you, the other fans are going to be marked, but it was just everybody, exactly the same comments, like, oh, it's corrupt, it's corrupt. It's not corrupt. It might be a bit crap, but it's yeah. <laughs> not corrupt. Um, what yeah, what, so that...
0: what the corruption again? Like. What What is the cor- like corrupt against West Ham, but
1: why? Well, obviously, so they've never is? had anything against them in the Premier League before, after <laughs> these sort of things. So, um, but yeah, I mean, a Luton fan actually shared saying, you know, they got a pen, um, Luton should have had a pen against them. Uh, I think it was the first game of the season or second game of the season or something. It was just a bad decision. Luton should have got a pen, didn't get it, and yeah, that's it. It's it's rubbish, but you get on with it. I mean. Oh, I just I don't care. But anyway, that's at Roy's View. That's at Roy's View from, <laughs> that's it, Roy's view from uh, .com. Um, yeah, we are not got a Maidly one out. We've got a, a Mysteries one coming out soon, but yeah. Exciting.
0: Right. Uh, well, I've got nothing to plug because um, I've, I've done nothing so far this week. Um, but I will have uh, the next issue of Women of Steel out later this mm-hmm. week. Uh, unfortunately, writing about a uh, pretty yeah. comprehensive 3-0 defeat for the Blades women at Sunderland. Um, although they got their first home game in like over a month this Sunday, so um, I've got it. In fact, yeah, that's a good point. I've got a Blades
1: Bramall Lane double header this weekend. We've got the men's team oh. on
0: Saturday and the women's on Sunday. Brilliant.
1: Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to it on Saturday because um, I'm glad it's a three o'clock kick off.
0: Yeah, it's not not enough for them about these days, right, mate? Well, that is roysviewfrom.com dot and follow you at Panchero and me at Blades Pod on Twitter. And uh, yeah, we'll leave it there. Thanks to everyone for listening. And uh, thank you to yourself, mate, as always, for your time.
1: Much appreciated. Thanks a lot, mate. See you later.